Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. If you, um, <laughs> you know how I've said before, if. I love. When we turn the, what? I just, sometimes when you put the mics on, uh, I don't know where you're going, but I also see you put the mics on and you don't know where you're going? Yes. Story <laughs> of my life, mate. It's kind what of funny to watch. About? I like, you go, I don't know. And then I watch you sort of drift off to the side. And <laughs> what was I going to talk about again? <laughs> You know? Okay, try to follow inside my head. Not even Siri could follow those directions. Look. You know what, though? I What I was going to say is, mm-hmm. and this is nowhere to lie, the boss is outside. Is he? With HR. And as long as oh, we have the red yeah. light on, I'd they can't come in because the red light says we're on air. You might need to keep it on for a and long time because I dropped. The F-bomb. Well, you dropped the F-bomb about vegans. I'd Yes, you Yeah, did. well, you know and what? And I didn't realise that you'd actually dropped it. So he's he's, he's, legi- he's, he's legitimately legit out the front here now. <laughs> and, and he's nodding his head and shaking at the same time. I think I'm in trouble. I know you're in trouble because I didn't actually, I didn't hear you say it. I said. I didn't hear you say it. No. I, this is a podcast. Like, we, can pl- we can put it in the podcast, but to go to air, that's a little rich. <laughs> I, I didn't hear it. Well, can I, have I said that enough? I didn't hear it. Yeah. We also talked about the stadium that's being upgraded in Tasmania. We spoke with a very special man, Adam Bologna. He's fantastic about some train facts and animal facts and about his desire to be a radio star. Yeah. He's got a great podcast about living with, well, possibilities. Great possibilities. Not disabilities. He is a little legend. He has special needs and he's an absolute champion. And, of course, we may have found a solution to Woody's bed bug problem. Oh, yeah. This is Woody and Tubes. Good morning, Hobart Good morning. and Tasmania, right across Tasmania on the Listener app, L-A-S-T-N-R. What Very a good day it is. We love to support local here. We do. We were, we are local and we have got a great local business that has joined us in supporting the show, Tube. It is massive. IGA have come on board where the locals matter. Absolutely. Thank Fantastic. You. Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of the IGA, yes. I don't know if you had anything to do with the sponsorship, but because when you used to have a source company, yeah. which we shall never say the name of again. Are we? No. Are you? Come on. Master Foods. No. <laughs> it was Jono's. Hello to Jono's. Big you, part of my life. You would travel around the state endlessly because you hand-delivered every single bottle of sauce and jam, and you also hand-placed it because you would knock the master foods off the shelf. That was a slight accident nah. that happened in many IGAs nah. around <laughs> So I want to give you a quick test. This wasn't done in rehearsal. What? I'm going to read of out. IGAs? I'm going to read out just a couple of IGAs. Yeah, okay. Tell me. Who the person is there, the main person. Okay, who I dealt with? Dealt with, yeah. Okay, sure. IGA Express Linda Sun. Brett, Andrew, and Emery. Good morning. IGA Express New Norfolk. Didn't go to that one. Didn't go to New Norfolk. So that's a hard test, but I'm pretty sure they got it through a different means. Hello to IGA New Norfolk. 
where the locals matter. If, if you if you know who you are, <laughs> send us a text. We'd love to. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Sorry, I never went to New York. IGA Rugby. That is Adam. This or is sorry, Adam. Girl. Adam. Adam. Hello, Adam. IGA Sandy Bay. That is Matt. Matt Baxter. Hello, Matt. IGA Dodgers Ferry. That's a hill street, and yes. I used to deal with usually out there Shannon or oh, what's his name? This, you're testing me on something. I forgot what I did yesterday. Let alone. Do you know what I just realised? Jamie, Jamie, I used to talk to out there. I wouldn't even know if you're making this up. No, I'm not. Hello, Jamie. Why would I make it up? Give me one more. Really? Yeah. IGA Express South Hobart. That is a Hill Street as well. And I used to deal with Red, who is so lovely. Hello, Red. I miss you, Red, if you're listening. It's Triple M Breakfast. Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsroom is in the studio. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. What is making news? So we've gotten some new a new report from the AMA um, about the hospitals in Tasmania, and it's not it's not very good news to be honest. Um, the patient response times from the state's biggest hospitals have dropped again. At the Royal Hobart, there's the number of um, urgent cases who are being seen within thirty minutes, which is the time that they should be seen, is is only at twenty eight percent at the moment. So um, obviously, it's another it's it's just another proof that you know our hospitals are struggling. And it's it's a whole raft of issues. Like we know it's understaffing, it's GPs, yeah. it's all feeding into the same issue. And we've been speaking with uh, different state ministers about this, haven't we, Tubes? Because it's like a roll-on effect. So my understanding is there's parts that's operated by federal, there's parts that are operate, operated by state, and sometimes they don't like to cross over. And what you also see when you've got the gap in the Medicare um, levy and you've got the gap that's now sometimes over $100 to see a GP, people end up in emergency. You yeah. know, who has that Who has that cash just lying? And that's if you can get into a doctor uh, as well. Obviously, our emergency services and our health services are pushed to the maximum. Of course. Uh, and I'm just going to use an example from, from my family mm. here. We, our kids, um, my kids, have... With Aaron. <laughs> Glad you clarified that. Our kids. Not the other 20 out there. Uh, are five and three. They both have severe nut allergies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they need an EpiPen. Mm-hmm. Now, the EpiPens, uh, you can only get through a prescription. So this is, this is fine. The problem is that the EpiPens only have a certain expiry date. Recently, all of the EpiPens, the maximum expiry date that we could get last year when, the, when our EpiPens expired was February. So that was only six months uh, time. We now have to go to a GP to get a script for an EpiPen, which ties then is going to cost us whatever the gap is mm-hmm. to have the checkup to make sure that we're getting the right EpiPen given mm-hmm. the size of the kids now. They've grown a little bit. We're going to be out of pocket for that. We also then have to clog up a GP to go and get this this EpiPen, which is critical for my children if something happens to them. Yeah. So little things like that, I, I, I just feel like there needs to be a streamline for these sort of things, for scripts, because we're tying up GPs. To go and see a skin specialist, if you want to go and get a skin scan, you have to go and see a GP to get a referral mm. to go and see, uh, to, to stop 
you know, here in Tasmania in particular, we've got UV rays that are out of control. We have a major issue with skin cancers and get get your skin checked as much as possible is the advice that we get from our medical professionals because it's a dangerous place to, to live. Because it can be, the, yeah, and it can be a deterrent. It just, in my mind, these things, these things need solutions, right? Yeah. And I feel like given what's happening with the GP, super clinics are coming in and, and the regional GP um, – programs that are in the news at the moment, these things are going to take time to implement. But at the moment, we're not seeing any of these solutions having an effect on wait times at our hospital because there is a clogged up. This isn't an attack on the staff. This is an attack on anyone. It just needs to be fixed. It just yeah. needs to be fixed. And I think that's why the federal government started to talk about, you know, pharmacists taking on more to take the pressure off GPs because there's only so much we can do. There's only so many people out there who can be doctors to be able to just start oh, fixing, fixing everything. are yeah. ridiculously highly qualified. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. Or like you said, Tube, something to do with the script. If you've been on the same pharmacist for five or six years, surely you could get maybe... Yeah. So these are solutions that hopefully the government and those that make the decisions are trying to implement. So there's a new a new space web. Okay, Tasmania's part of the space missions now, which I think is the coolest Brilliant. thing ever. Um, so it's a $2 million antenna um, that's Gosh. just been put up at the Uni of Tas um, at the Green Hill Observatory. And it lets people be able to basically talk to the satellites, have the satellites talk back, and also reduced, reduce collisions for spacecrafts. I'm wondering, this is great, by the way, this is fantastic news, a brand new $2 million antenna out near the airport. If you go out towards Richmond, it's on your right-hand side, you see the big dish, it's out in that area. This is great, but I want to know what they used to do with space traffic before. Is there traffic lights up there? What traffic doing? lights? <laughs> They're ridiculous. Do you know what? You oh, want to know a fact about space? If we can see, if we can talk to space, there's already directions up there. I can't remember if it was Coke or someone put it. So when UFOs come, they'll know how to get to Earth. That is no word of a lie. I think you said when, that, when you meant if. It's just a matter of time. I don't think so. so. When they get when if. they get to like I don't know the Milky Way, they'll see maybe turn left at the moon. It's something like that. But no, I'm oh, not there's kidding. Some sort of map already out there. There's a, there's directions. Coca Cola did this. Oh, I just I, I didn't. I can't remember. I know. Sure, it wasn't Pepsi, mate. Why don't we just drop a few more brand names? I'm, I don't know. I know Coca Cola already have advertising in space for UFOs. I know that. Yeah. I Search know. that. You'll see it. I think the great news is that we've <laughs> yeah. got now got the ability to stop. Space collisions because of something that's happening here in Tasmania. That's fantastic. Thank you, Tessa, from Thank our Triple M Hobart newsroom. Triple M breakfast. We were talking about the Tassie antenna. So in Tassie, we now have a $2 million antenna that is tracking everything that's going on in space. How big do you reckon it and is, the antenna? Do you reckon it's like as big as the point on the... Do you remember the massive... Mount Wellington Kunani? Do you remember the massive antennas you used to have to have to get... <laughs> Oster, 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 or even even just for even just for like regular telly. Oh Massive. yeah, and on a really good day, kids, if the wind was just right, you maybe I'd pick up Melbourne TV because we only had two channels. But I, you said space. I'm not frustrated, but sometimes. Yeah. Okay, I fall into a lot of black holes, and one of them was <laughs> about of space. Space. And it was the fact that there are directions in space for aliens slash UFOs to find their way to space. 
It is legit. Also, Coke has advertising up there. They already did it decades ago. You you didn't believe me. Oh, I just said... I, I questioned your language around what, what you said. What did I say? You said, when UFOs come, there's directions for them. I said, I think you've said when when you mean if. Tomato, tomato, whatever it is. Rhea? Two totally different words. So, when I searched for Coke, I couldn't find anything. But no. when I removed Coke from my search... I've actually found an article here from the National Geographic which says that NASA sent a map to space Mm -hmm. to help aliens find Earth in 1972. Mm -hmm. But because all of these things have changed in the universe, it kind of needs an update. So I think that this was in 2020, so I don't know if it's been updated since then. And back then they didn't have this antenna that would help them not crash. So there's every chance that that has crashed because 1972, that's... What, 50 years ago nearly? No, over 50 years ago. Same age as Rest Point. Yeah. Why haven't they got here yet? No, well, the aliens, maybe, I mean. Have you tried following directions? <laughs> yeah. Like a map? They yeah. need a go- they need they need Siri or Google or something to tell them how to get here. I I sometimes get lost Mate, if they're flying home. through space, they've got more than Siri to help them. We are here for the IGA where the locals matter. And a brand new show sponsor, which is amazing. Locals supporting locals. I love the IGA. You know why? Yeah. And I, for a number of reasons. Not only have I had a lot to do with them over the last decade with my previous business, but it made me realise that when you go and you shop locally, the money stays in Tasmania. So I hand over my 10 bucks for my bread and milk. That money goes and stays here. They're all generally locally owned. And I love that. That's why they're a great show sponsor. Yeah, they're perfect for us because we are local. And Scott from Rokeby has called in to correct me on my Rokeby IGA owner's owner's name. I've been testing. Tubes has been bragging that he knows every single what manager at the IGA. Most of the grocery managers I would would know. You got off to a rough start. Well, I didn't realise I was going to get tested. I'd have brushed up on my IGA. Don't make a claim. Well, I would have brushed up. I said Adam. It's actually run by Alex and his dad, Jim. Hello, Alex. This is the Alex. IGA at Rokeby. Alex and I had a good chat when I first got my source into that business mm. about Marcos Gunos. You won't know who that is. Most people won't. But he used to play footy at Burnie for the Burnie Dockers. He was one of my favourite players, yeah, Marcos. Yeah, why would you assume I don't know who he is? Of course do I know you, who he is. You absolutely, absolutely do not. absolutely do. What's his name? What? What's his name again? Marcos. Marcos who? Marcos Louis. Gunos. Gunos. Marcos Gunos. No, I get it wrong. I get him and his brother wrong. What number was he? 44. Sorry, I've really got to get moving. So apologies apologies to Alex and his dad Jim who have run the IGA down there in Rokeby for a long time. But it's great to have the IGA on board. Absolutely. This is Woody and Tubes. A man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose broke a record. That's not new. Ended up in hospital. They're attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not new. No, wait. I'm not finished. <laughs> we may need our resident vegan for this, producer Ria, because you are going to love this, Tubes. I actually think you will love today. She's our resident vegan and resident cat person. Vegan dating app is wanting you to find a meatless match. Isn't this wonderful? What, so vegans only date vegans now? Well, 
I'm pretty sure, Patricia Rhea, you're married to, to a vegan, aren't you? I am. He wasn't vegan when I met him, but he went vegetarian shortly after and then vegan shortly after that. Hang on, so vegan is you still eat fish? No, no animal products whatsoever. No eggs, no milk. Oh, vegetarian, you can still eat um, eggs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So and you're pork. full vegan? Yeah, full vegan. Pork? No, they no. don't. <laughs> no chips. So did, you, so did you turn him because it would be a turn off to watch him eat me? Not so much, but it's it's more a moral thing. So yeah. it's like believing in the same sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm so passionate about this. So if he wasn't, then it would just be this huge moral thing that we would disagree on. Do you judge tubes, to be honest, when we go out for lunch and he's eating like a triple steak burger? I mean, I kind of just disconnect. I just feel mm. like maybe... I, I, what I do every morning. Oh, can yet, I tell you, know? you if yeah. you are judging me for what I order at lunch... You're carnivore? I don't care. Like, <laughs> that means for everyone. I don't care what you think... Clearly, Chief. ...when I eat. I like to eat. And eating is one of the real joys of life. I agree. And I'm... it must be difficult for you being vegan because you miss out on such things as a delicious roast lamb. But you meet, meet the love of your life, right? Just say, I know you've met her. It's Erin. Yeah. Um, but she decides to go vegan. You wouldn't go vegan for her? No. No. Oh, if okay. she went... No, see, you don't... If This, okay. is, the, this is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical that just wouldn't exist. Erin likes meat. But she I does. liked meat too. I just liked animals more. That's fine. I like I meat more than I like too. animals. I love animals too. You eat steak. Yeah, but I... I've seen you eat steak. I I've always, seen you eat fish. I've seen you eat... I know. ...pork. I've seen you I eat... I always try to get free-range, humanely sourced Yeah, that's fine. Meat. Whatever. Okay. What it do... You do you, boo. <laughs> okay, boo. I don't have a problem with anyone doing what they want. So this vegan app has hit back over the... Gee, app. we're finally getting to the vegan app and the music's out. Bad luck. You're out of time. Next. <laughs> The vegan dating app have hit out with their loud and proud campaign because people have been starting to say, Oh, you gee, you mucked up your beep there. Right. Vegans. Starts with F. You're supposed to do the F and then the... But no, oh, do the... You do it. <gasps> I didn't say it. Oh, we're gonna have to bring this back. I can't. Oh, no, 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 I'm can't. in trouble. I can't. I'm in real trouble. I think I've just said my first. Word. No, I didn't say it. If we, we'll go back Did and listen to the, we'll listen to the tape. I said. I'm sorry we didn't get to the full story about the vegan dating app that has been copping some flack. I'll just give it to you really quickly. And if you didn't hear it, it's because Tube swore on air. I didn't. You probably didn't. Lose your job. Don't. I right. said. You said the F. I said the start of the F word and the end okay. of the F word. I missed out the two middle letters. Right? Did you? Yes. So all I was trying to say before you took me off track for three minutes. Yes. Was there's a vegan dating app and they got a bit of flack and so people were putting up posters around saying this four letter F word mm. vegans. Oh yeah. They took that and they've now created a campaign around it. This dating app. Saying you literally can. Vegans. Yes. And, <laughs> which I think is quite clever. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh, it's called Grazer, this vegan app. So you have to be obviously a vegan. <laughs> what? That's it's, funny. Isn't that great? That's funny. Uh, and it calls themselves the Meatless Matchmaker. 
And how's this? And it says you- things like... Uh, if you want to get down and dirty with Grazer, the meatless mate matchmaker, are you a plant-based princess or a horny herbivore? I, this is great because it gives vegans who want to be around vegans an opportunity to meet other vegans, and it also gives other people who want to avoid vegans the perfect way to avoid vegans. Don't sign up to Grazer. That is if not, you want to if you wanted to avoid vegan. That is not the views of Woody at all. That is all you. I'm on just your saying. Own. It, no, it's I love just, vegans. I don't know what your problem with vegans I are. Ve- I don't have a problem with vegans. Like they do. can do whatever they want. Our producer Ria's a vegan. Rhea. Really? Uh-oh. She looks a little mad. Yeah. It's triple M breakfast. Our grandparents, Jeeves, probably like many of yours, Hobart, or maybe you are one of those grandparents who used to sit around the wireless and play one of the oldest games in radio history. It is a secret sound. They used to make you guess for months and months, sometimes years. (laughs) But we need this to go off in a couple of minutes, so we're just going to keep giving clues until you get it. It's a Tasmanian sound. It's for $50 for you to spend and treat yourself at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Brighten your day with Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Make the drive today. This is the noise. This is a noise that haunted my teens. It's a pretty easy one, to be honest. I wouldn't get it. I would not get that. You would not get what that is. I have a story where one of these, um, can I say it's a bird? Oh, what else would it be? Well. It's a penguin? Uh, I'm just saying. A seal? It, one of these pinned me down Koala? in a field when I was about 13. What? And I was legitimately panicking. Dad had to come and rescue me because I was pinned down in a field and it, like, it was swooping me and I think that these birds still scare me to this day. I had one attack me when I was on a motorbike. Did you? They're freaky. They're very protective of their young. It's pretty easy. And what? Well, well, well I wouldn't I'll get it. I'll basically give it away. Yeah, I know, because you always do that. It's Triple what? M Breakfast with Woody and Tube. Sam in Berrydale has given us a call. Good morning, Sam. How are you, Tube? You ever been pinned down by one of these birds? Yeah, mate. It used to be like war games back in the day, running around the paddock with these things. <laughs> Shocking things, aren't they, Sam? Oh, I'm terrified as this kid. What is it? It's a plumber. Well, I, it is a masked lapwing, I guess, but I'll accept plover. I'll accept plover, Sam. <laughs> You've won yourself 50 bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Well done. Awesome. Thanks, cover. No worries. Uh, one of them made me fall off my motorbike. Really? In off. What? It attacked me. And yeah, but you had off. a helmet on. What are you worried about? I had a motorbike on my leg. Oh, you fell off. Do you know where it it's was? It's not plover's fault. Just gun it. You're faster than a plover on a motorbike. Uh-huh. Where was it? You know where next to the quarry. What's that centre called there now? Oh, the Glebe Hill Glebe shopping centre, yep. That used to be all dirts of mound, mounds of dirt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> $65 million have, has been announced for an upgrade to a Tasmanian stadium, mm. Woody. Unfortunately, it is not for one of the stadiums here in Hobart. It's for University of Tasmania Stadium in Launceston. They're going to upgrade the stand on the riverside of University of Tasmania Stadium for another 1,000 seats. 
Currently, it's got a temporary stadium that's been there for about a decade. It's quite a long time to be temporary, isn't it? But, yeah. Uh, t- finished by 2025, they reckon, which is great news for that stadium. It. They're still searching for the 135 extra million dollars for stages two and three of the upgrades to that stadium. So they're looking for 200 million dollars total to upgrade University of Tasmania Stadium. It comes off the back of Hawthorne signing three more years of playing games at that stadium, which is great for the state. The good news is that is contingent, that agreement with the Tasmanian government of $13.5 million to Hawthorne to play those games here over the next three years is contingent on Tasmania getting an AFLW and AFL men's team, which is great. I just get frustrated when we are pretty much paying for people to play here and then they send teams that no one... That's what I was about to say. Away teams. Like, away teams. And then, because then what happens, and you see it here all the time in Hobart, you don't get the (laughs) crowds. So you're not... No one's making any money off it. I was about to say. So, four matches that each year they've signed on for. I almost guarantee you the teams we'll get will be Frio. Yes. GWS, North Melbourne playing up there, Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast Suns. And maybe Brisbane, which is a a good get because there's some Tassie connections there with uh, Chris Fagan coaching the Brisbane Lions. talking about from an economic... It doesn't seem like a very smart business plan, that's all. Look, I I think that any AFL game that's played in the state brings money into the state. Does it it, At the moment, Hawthorne are no good. <laughs> that's and that's a, that's an honest reflection and this on where is Hawthorne's from at. A Carlton supporter. <laughs> oh well, we're we're flying at the minute. Twenty twenty three premiers, watch out. Yeah, watch out. I think that I think I think this is good that we're going to see some AFL te- AFL teams here in the state, keeping the AFL dream alive. I guess what I want to see that was promised back in August twenty twenty two was an announcement around the Tasmanian AFL team. We're gonna look into that. We just have it already. Mm. I know that we 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 talk a fair bit of sport on there on here because I'm passionate about it. But just just give us our bloody. Oh, team. it's coming. I, I just I don't know how long it takes to write fine print. I guess it I, is. Small. I don't. I I keep coming back to it. Build the stadium or whatever. Don't build the stadium. I I think someone's going to have to pay for it, and I don't think the AFL are chipping in enough. This is Woody and Tubes. The new two million dollar antenna in Tassie that can track everything going on in space. And I can confirm, because for whatever reason, you do not believe half of what comes out of my mouth, that Coke did try, I think it was in the 70s or 80s, to put advertising in space. Sure, that's they, fine. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Guess As where a they, publicity stunt. Guess where they wanted to put the Coke sign for when aliens come? Mars. The moon. The moon. Have you read this story? No, but I'm they, just guessing. The problem is, though, Tubes, they could only get the size of a tennis court and that wasn't going to be big enough. So they wanted you to be able to look at the moon at night and see Coke, not through a telescope. I'm talking about above the rabbit that lives in the moon. I don't the I co- don't even know how big the moon is, but that seems ridic- a ridiculous waste Well, of no money. one owns the moon, right? Well. So is there, there's nothing true. probably stopping them from doing that. Good luck to them. There's already directions in space too. That was true as well. Yeah, well um, I, of, I love, I love the Tasmania. How to get to uh, tell UFOs how to get to 
I just love that Tasmania's going to be involved in space traffic control. To celebrate their 50th birthday, this is Memories of Rest Point on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Create new memories at Rest Point. Come play. This February, Rest Point turns 50. You can head to triplem.com.au or give us a call, one triple three five three, and you could win a $50 voucher just by telling us your best Rest Point memories. Rest Point, come play. On our socials, Triple M Hobart, we've managed to find some photos of Rest Point being built. Unbelievable photos. Excellent photos. Cheryl has given us a call. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Woody and Tubes. What's your memories of Rest Point, Cheryl? Uh, I have so many memories, <laughs> but if you want my earliest memory, it was not long after it opened, and um, we had dinner in what is the showroom now, but it was a restaurant in those days because Rest Point was very much smaller and different. You and mu- You must sorry? have been very young, Cheryl, if you went when it was opening. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm glad we don't have a video phone happening here. But um, it was a dinner with um, people who are now no longer with us. You know, I mean, they they got old and they died like the circle turns. And it was just so memorable and wonderful to have that meal at the start of Rest Point's um, history. Yeah, I I, uh, I love Rest Point for that reason. I, I know the showroom really well. I worked down there for a, a long time, Cheryl, and yeah. I've got memories of the showroom too. I remember going to a show down there with my mum. Took my mum oh. along to a Joe Cocker concert. It was <laughs> oh so much goodness. fun. And I, it's similar to you, I love creating memories around people who may not no longer be with us in the future. And, and I'll think back to those memories of Joe Cocker because mum, I got an insight to what mum was like as a teenager because she went <laughs> off her head at Joe Cocker. It was unbelievable. Threw some underwear on stage. Yeah, she was going off. She was down the front <laughs> screaming. It was just lovely. Lovely to hear your memory, Cheryl. Well, yeah. You've got $50 to spend down at Rest Point. Congratulations. Justin, if you haven't met him yet, he's the operations manager here at Triple M, but he also does a show live from Hobart, 12 p.m., Every single day. Excuse me. That was not professional. Just a little bit of your breakfast. Maybe he should lingering. be doing this part and I should be doing his show. We caught up with him a little bit earlier this week. Well, he thinks he had. He thought he had a solution. He's got a solution for it. To fix bed bugs, mites, spiders, mosquitoes, whatever it is that may be terrorising you in your home. Guys, I heard you talking about bed bug. Can you see how far away he's sitting from me? He's not a joke. When anyone ever says on the show, yes, it happens. Because Forget about COVID. This is socially distancing from a friend who might have bed bugs. Uh, I saw him Googling bubbles before. I think he wants to do the show as Bubble Boy tomorrow morning. Don't give him ideas <laughs> because he boy. would. So I've never had bed bugs before, but I've woken up covered in these little terrorists. They're gross. They are sucking my blood out. They're tiny, but they're almost impossible to kill. This is what we're no. hearing. No, no, no. They're not impossible to kill. See, this is the thing. I heard you guys talking about this. What you need, and I have one for you, is an ozonator, an ozone generator. A what, 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 what? So an ozone generator is a device designed to produce the gas ozone. Now, ozone is used effectively in water purification. So Good. So the smell you will get when you use this will smell like like an indoor pool, for instance. Mm. 
It'll it's smell a, better than what, yes, what but, it smells like at the moment. But I it, do sleep with my it dogs. It will purify the air. It will purify the air, but it'll yeah. also suffocate the the bed bugs or the fleas I, I or whatever they are. I still would like it to be, even though I'm itching at the moment. I still would like it to be humane. They'll go to sleep nice and quietly. Yeah. I'm all for anyone that's cruel to animals. You deserve to be prosecuted and jailed. But when it comes to bed bugs, mosquitoes, what? Hang on a second. What did you do on the weekend? Went fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I threw them all back. That. I, oh, I threw them all not. back, Justin, you because did. I'm a human. I mean, obviously for food, that's fine. I'm, I'm certainly not going vegan. But you don't want to see what happened to the fish that accidentally spiked him. He got it in yeah. the end, didn't yeah, he? Well, I had a nice little fish taco the other morning. Yes. No, I'm just saying, mosquitoes—they can die. Yeah, but there bed is bed bugs—they can die. But there is also a reason that they're around. There is no reason. I don't know what it is, no, no. but I'm sure there is a reason. I'll borrow that and I'll see so how the, I go. Right. I pop it in the bedroom, close yep. the doors. What if there's a gap? Oh, we can talk about this yeah, off air. Yeah. What if there's a gap? The best to get rid of the gap. Best to, to, yep, to try yep. and seal it up as yep. best you can. Don't leave your dog in there. No, or, okay. or or a budgie or a fish or anything. Don't don't leave any living creature in there. Okay. It will basically and replace the oxygen with ozone and it will suffocate. And if you've got mould, it's great for that because mould's a yeah, because mould's a living thing too. What so haven't it will kill you got yeah. <laughs> That'd be a shorter conversation. Maybe the bubble isn't such a bad idea. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. Coming out in the news today, Tubes, Mona. How about this frying pan? It's going to be a new recording studio at Mona, which boasts equipment used to make legendary music. So it's going to have vintage equipment yep. and it's also going to have the highest tech equipment as well. It's really cool. It's, wow. a, it's a brainchild of Brian Ritchie from the Violent Femmes, who's one of the uh, artistic directors out there at Mona Foma. I think this is fantastic for local artists to be able to record with a producer such as Chris Townsend, who's done amazing work with massive national artists. It's just going to be great for the local economy too. And like I said, for local artists to be able to go out there oh. to Frying Pan and, and record their own music. Like Fantastic. We're not biased, but we think the 80s and 90s are the best music of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but the centrepiece of the studio, yep. which is overlooking Frying Pan Island, where they came up with the idea yep. on the doing. Uh, it has a historic red, that's R-E-D-D dot 17 console, which was developed in the 50s, the late 50s, uh, and was at Abbey Road Studios. It was the first dedicated stereo mixing system. They're going to have that there. And it was used by the likes of Pink Floyd and the Beatles. Yeah. Unbelievable that stuff. so cool. Again, Mona doing amazing things for Tassie. Earlier, we were talking tubes about Tassie and having a $2 million antenna. piece of infrastructure down near the airport for space navigation and helping all of our space, well, it's not space junk, our space vessels. Yes. Vessels? All, any vessel. Vehicles, satellites. All of it. All of them. But also. There's thousands of them up there about how to stop them from running into each other, communicating where they are, increasing the capacity for less accidents in space. They'll also be tracking things that happen in space. And we got chatting earlier about the fact that there were you two points. You got chatting earlier. There were two Don't points. Say we. That producer Ria, our um, award-winning journalist, 
<laughs> yeah, you mate, with an you, award. You started um, talking about it and you said, Rare, can you validate my story? Because you always call bull and it's not. What I said to you was Coke wanted to put billboards in space. Stop mentioning Coke until they pay for some segments on this show. The second thing was that years ago, directions were put into space for aliens slash UFOs to find their way to Earth. And all I picked you up on was, you said, when aliens come here, yep. they've got directions. I said, if. That's all I said. Our investigative journalist, producer Ria, what have you found? You guys talk me up way too much. So... <laughs> Coke never actually had a billboard in on in space, oh. but they did look into it. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to see whether they could get a billboard basically on the moon. Mm. Not for the aliens, but for everyone on Earth well, to be able to see. Anyone. So, and the aliens, aliens so humans, humans, it didn't happen. Dogs. Is what I think she cats. just said. But they spent no. hundreds of thousands, yeah. but the, the only thing they could sort of manage was the size of a tennis court, which I think could be seen by Earth, but not. it's probably not worth it. Saying, imagine seeing Coke on the moon. Stop saying the brand. Let's say a cola drink. <laughs> a national, an international cola drink. Unpaid. <laughs> Everything's unpaid. People pay me not to mention their brands. Did you know that? Well, that's. I think that's uh, a waste. I think uh, that's a waste. The other of thing is the directions was legit as well, right? The directions was legit, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like a, it's not a regular map like we'd find on Google Maps. It's mm. like an asterisk, which I personally can't read, but I guess maybe aliens are smarter than I am. Yeah. Like it have to be a three-dimensional map. It's like down. It has an arrow down and then an arrow to the right, yeah. and you follow that. And that's what it's on like on all of the planes. That was put up by NASA. Planes. That yeah, was done by NASA. Absolutely, it's it's. You, this is the you've loosest. You've got to have a bit more faith, Chips. Mm. This is the loosest educational segment we have ever done. <laughs> That's a big call. <laughs> that is a huge call. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. We are joined by Adam Bologna, who is a local Tasmanian. And Adam, you've got a podcast that you want to tell us about. Yeah, it's called Great Possibilities with Adam and Alex. I did it last year. I make that 2021, we, we did it. And we only did one episode about the, the start of Great Possibilities. It's to help on people with, to understand people with special needs and change the word disability to great abilities. I originally thought of for, for great possibilities but i thought no that's already taken so i thought get rid of um the d-i-s and this in ability and put great at beginning and and you got great abilities i think that's absolutely fantastic what do you talk about on your first podcast i talk about um well how i've been through at school like at high school it was a great school like they really know how to teach people with special needs i loved it yeah and so what are some th- people or anyone that's, that's listening, what's the kind of message that you would like to get across? I want to show people that, that there's more to us than meets the eye. When people hear the word disability, they automatically assume there's something wrong with us. And I've been through some bad treatment, uh, like my share of bad treatment, and that of people who don't understand us. At primary school, kids keep on, they want to fight with me, but every time I try and avoid a fight, they just keep coming after me. And when I try to tell the teachers, they just put the blame on me and never go after the real, real bad kids. Yeah, that's called a bully. And there's no place for bullies in society Absolutely on not. any level or as adults, especially as well, Tubes. Absolutely. 
And you enjoyed doing the radio? You've had experience in radio before, haven't you, Adam? I did. Like, I did 13 radio shows on when I was volunteering on Edge Radio. Oh, come it's on. got more experience Jubes, than me. Absolutely. I know you'll be calling when Jubes is sick or sleeps in. You're just around the corner from me. I'll pick you up on the way. 5 a.m. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you talk about great possibilities, yeah. Adam. What are some of the possibilities that you see for your future? The way I... I I've discovered them to this day no one's ever thought of a, a flavor for, for, for people with special needs before but i but i made one myself i even did, did did the colors myself yeah purple for spirit and bravery silver for strong and pure gold for love and wisdom orange for creativity and has a sun on it um, and it's yellow for hope and i even put on um, the letters on it with great abilities comes greater possibilities absolutely I love that, Adam. Adam's also, uh, I know I shouldn't talk about facts, but I love animal facts. <laughs> Adam's got one. Can we share? Can I share? I've already got him to tell everyone around this office, okay. even our boss. I mean, he was on a meeting with the big, big boss. Yeah. Doesn't matter, Adam. We took him out for this. You yeah. love trains, don't you? But this is almost like a train and an animal fact. Tell us about it, Adam. Yeah, I even did this on, on, on my 10th story on Edge Radio. It's called One About Strength, and it's about some... How many elephants does it take to pull the same freight train weight It's a big boy locomotive can? How many elephants does it take to pull a freight train? The same oh. amount of weight as a freight train, a big boy freight train. Yeah, for, from America. How many elephants? Okay. The elephants are strong. Yeah. The, the, like they... In general, they're, they're the largest land mammals on the planet. So you've done the calculations on this. I'm going to say... 13. You say 13? Yeah. I'm going to say 30. You said 30? Yeah. And both... Both of you were wrong. Oh. The answer is 3,000 elephants. Wow. It, it takes 3,000 elephants to pull the same freight train weight as a big boy locomotive can. Oh That's unbelievable, God. Adam. What, what do you think your next fact will be? You're going to do some research next? Uh, yeah. Um, um, like, did you know that John the Flying Scotsman is turning 100 years old in February this year? The no. Franz what? The Flying Scotsman. Oh, the Flying Scotsman. What, what is that? That's a locomotive, isn't it? Yeah, the world's most famous steam train. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I didn't... <laughs> I knew, I knew what the Flying really? Scotsman was. It's yeah. Tasmanian. It's, uh, <laughs> it's England. Yeah. And um, <laughs> It's all right. It came to Australia in 1988 and set a world record in 1989. Really? What was the world record? The longest non-stop run ever done by a steam train. How long was it? Um, 422 miles, I think. That's unbelievable. What? Yeah. Adam Bologna, you can get your podcast. What's your podcast called again so people can hear it? It's called Great Possibilities, but I thought of changing the name to, to Great Abilities Comes Greater Possibilities soon, but it's still for now um, Great Possibilities so far. Uh, we love that, and hopefully you're recording that with your good friend Alex, and hopefully gonna, people can uh, go out there and have a listen, Woods. Are you going to tell people who AJ is? He's also a, uh, a, he's news, the, director. He's a news director at Wynn. <laughs> yeah, he is, and, and he, he's a good mate. Yeah. He is a good mate. Yeah, I've he worked with him before. He's great A great guy. fellow. Well, yeah. Adam, thanks so much for taking the time to join us in the Triple M studio. Thank you. This is Woody and Tubes. Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. $100 worth of cash. <laughs> These are 100 What am I talking I don't about? Know, mate. We've got cash to give away right now in Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Chips. Tassie Trivia, the easiest Tasmanian questions you will ever be asked. And Joel in Signet joins us. Good morning, Joel. G'day. Can you test your buzzer, please, Joel? Joel. 
Beautiful. Business, I love it. I like Signet. What's happening down at Signet today, Joel? Not much. Pretty quiet. Yep. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. fired up, ready to go for Tassie Trivia. And uh, Alicia in Bel yep. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. Can you test your buzzer, please, Alicia? Alicia. Oh, that's a good one. What's it sounds simple, in- but you won't believe how many times people get it wrong. <laughs> All right. What's happening in Bell Reef today? Anything? Oh, uh, not much. Just no. beautiful weather. Very similar it to see On the water. Love yes. Bell Reef. We love Bell Reef. They're getting scooters soon. That's what I've heard. Oh, there's whispers. Oh, good. Sure, there's yeah. whispers. There's whispers. All right, here we go. Buzz in when you know the answer. They're all multiple choice. What? First question. You need to get two right. What is the approximate current capacity of My State Bank Arena? Is it A, 4,300, B, 10,000. Yeah, Joel. Joel. B. Oh, Alicia. Oh, Alicia. Freebie. Yeah, go for it. A. Yeah, Alicia. <laughs> Just like that. Question number two. Which AFL team this week has signed an agreement with the Tasmanian government to play games in Tasmania until 2025? Is it A, North Melbourne, B, Hawthorne? Joel. Um, Joel. Oh, Joe, it is Hawthorne. Well done. And this is the final question. A tiebreaker for $100 cash. Oh, and Woody just hits the sound effects there nicely. Thank you. Buzz in when you know the answer. It is multiple choice. How long is the beach close to the Hobart Airport? Is it A, 10 mile, B, 7 mile? Joe. Joel, just like that, you've won $100 cash. Thanks to Creative Homes Hobart, Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable. What are you going to do with the cash, Joel? Um, Fill up my car. Oh, no. I like it. Bit of cash. Or, hey, don't forget. You can come back tomorrow, though. Yeah, come back tomorrow if you want for hun- nah, 200 bucks. I'll, I'll just Take. grab the 100 this time and do another another round next time. All, All right, it. Joel. Love it. 100 bucks cash. Don't forget, you can put do whatever you want with it. You can exactly. fill your car up with fuel. Joel. That's fine. Just treat yourself, though, Joel. Treat yourself. It's Triple M Breakfast. We are here as a vehicle to connect you with ministers, counsellors, whoever it is that you need. If there's something happening in your life that you need assistance with, please give us a call. One triple three five three is the number. Bob from Midway Point gave us a call to talk about rental increases that he's received. This is what he had to say. We live in a housing department home that's been taken over by Mission Australia and they put our rent up $61 a week at Christmas time. We're pensioners and mm-hmm. we have no recourse. We have no comeback. We no appeal, no nothing. You can't do nothing. You just got to take it or move out. Go oh. live on the street. We're doing it tough and it's just getting tougher and tougher. If our rent goes up again, um, we won't be able to afford to pay it. We'll just have to go and live on the streets. I'm afraid we'll be homeless. We can't do anything else. We, we've got nowhere else to go. I think that's really brave and bold for Bob to tell us his story. I think to trust us with that vulnerable information and and to come to us with that to try and help him connect with the right people is is real. I'm really thankful and grateful that we have our listeners that will share their stories. I've spoken with a lot of people about rentals and even though you have certain rental rights, there's this fear, there's this underlying fear of speaking up or causing some ripples because of that fear that you will be kicked out. And when it is a rentals a rentals market and people are, you know, by the dozens fighting yeah. over one place, that is a very real fear. So uh, it was 
incredible to chat with him, but we did reach out to Miss Mission Australia. We did, and they came back. A Mission Australia spokesperson had the following to say. Like other community housing providers and state government housing agencies, Mission Australia conducts regular household income reviews to ensure that tenants are paying the right amount of rent for their property. To ensure that rents are affordable and tenants are not in rental stress, our social housing tenants are only required to pay 25% of their accessible income as rent alongside their Commonwealth Rent Assistance, CRA, entitlement if they receive this payment. Mission Australia continues to advocate for an increased supply of social and affordable housing and a permanent increase to income support payments and Commonwealth rent assistance to a rate that keeps people out of poverty and homelessness. As always, we encourage our tenants to discuss anything with us, including if they have a concern about their rent. That's the statement that Mission Australia provided and I think that's fine. I think that the issue is that people aren't... Uh, they're scared to of go and approach suppliers like Mission Australia about rental increases because they are scared. Tenants across Tasmania are scared that if they go and approach their uh, landlord or supplier about this issue, that their landlord or supplier will say, well, bad luck. Mm. That's it. Because there are people the crying, there are people crying out for housing. We've seen so many people. I've seen it up through the domain. Yeah. People living in tents at the edge of the southern outlet. People living in the tents there over at Kangaroo Bay in your area. People, there's almost a tent city over there. We know that it can be done. We know that we can house our homeless. We just need to make. We well, did happen. it in COVID. I know. We did it in COVID. That's what I don't get. It, it's heartbreaking to get calls like that from Bob because Bob isn't a statistic and I'm sick and tired of seeing statistics, this many percentage. No, because you're talking about individuals. He's a pensioner. You're telling me that a $61 a week increase was in line with what he can afford. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry, I don't feel a lot of empathy from that. We want to hear from you, 0488881073, or you can give us a call, one triple three five three, and we do love hearing from you. Well, we've also been looking into, over the last 10 months, rental rights, because we know they're not in line with some states, which in some states, rents can only be raised by a certain amount, a percentage of what you're already paying. That doesn't exist here. So I think we definitely will put Ron in touch with Mission Australia. Thanks for joining us. Well, another one in the can. What's we have just left the light, the on-air light on the whole I podcast. I am so scared to walk out. I into don't the blame office. you. Because I, you reckon I said the f bomb. I reckon I said the first letter of no, the word and the last clear. letter, and that was it. I, well, I didn't hear it. That was only on replay. I know well, nothing. Whatever, mate. Whatever, mate. Good luck okay. finding a new co-host. <laughs> Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.